Welcome to another episode of the Cogent Code Podcast. The Cogent Code Podcast, logical and convincing standards and rules to live by in today's society. My name is Akil Bektemba. I'm one of your hosts, and my co-host is Sia Parker. On this episode, we'll be talking about what it's like to work from home in the times of COVID. So we looked up the definition of working from home in the Urban Dictionary. You know, the Urban Dictionary is so interesting because it has every phrase you could think of and, and somebody's, you know, linked a definition. So uh, so it says working from home sounds ideal and there are some benefits. Your commute is short. You can sleep later. You can work in cl- casual clothes or maybe even in your birthday suit. The downside, though, is that you're stuck in the house more. Your social interaction with others is reduced by a lot. And also, if your job is stressful, involves conflict, that now will be in your home and it's harder because it's not separated from your workspace. So what do you think about that? So that's a lot to unpack, right? I I think, um, you know, generally speaking. So so disclaimer for me is I have been working from home for a long time prior to to COVID. So I kind of had the kind of had it down, you know, to a different, to a certain degree, but it was still, I still traveled a great deal, um, every month, almost probably a couple weeks a month. And so I did a lot of my business was a lot of face to face. So it wasn't until, till COVID that I actually, um, you know, flight stopped, everything else stopped and everything became from home. So that was, you know, I kind of understood understood how to transition into that space, but um, but I think what really uh, was different for me is that prior to COVID, I worked from home by myself. Everybody got off to school in the morning. Everybody else got off to work in the morning, and so I had the entire house to myself throughout the entire day. Once once this changed. Um, everybody was home. And so working from home took on a whole nother thing. So for me, uh, I have worked in an office setting for, oh my gosh, ever since I think I've been working, I think I've had small stints of working from home when maybe I was in law school or, or college or my master's, I could work from home just because I was like doing some kind of side gig, like some paperwork Mm -hmm. kind of gig. But um, I I think I've been in office ever since then. So I've really been the type of person that, you know, had a routine of getting up. I get up at about 530 every morning. I still get up at about 530 or, you know, maybe the latest 630. Um, And I would get my day started. You know, obviously, I would always go and get my coffee. I, you know, would take my shower, put on my makeup, all of that kind of stuff, and then go into work. Um, but working from home, I don't put on makeup ever. Hmm. I think I've only put on makeup in the last couple of months. Um, when we've had some kind of all hands or video conference where I have to speak and I have to speak where the camera is actually on. Um, otherwise I just am kind of like, whatever. Um, I still wake up at those times, but I find myself, maybe I'll go back to sleep where I wouldn't before I would get up and start my stuff. Yeah. Uh, the showering in the morning, I don't shower every morning. I shower whenever I feel like it in the daytime, right. which, you know, 
which is interesting too, because it could be at night. It could be in the morning. I've one time I showered, I, I realized I hadn't showered yet. And I think I, in between a meeting, ran upstairs and yeah. took a shower. Right. Um, real quick. So that's kind of strange. Right. Um, but it, it, I uh, live, well, I live by myself. This is another interesting thing that the Rona did to me. I live by myself because my son had went away to college. That's right. And, and then the Rona happened and he ended up coming back. You were so. no longer an empty nester. <laughs> no. You came back to the nest. <laughs> right. And uh, so I had to adjust to that, um, just having someone else in the space. Um, all the time. And he likes to spend most of his time in his room. So he's not in my face, but he still is in college and he still had to be challenged with uh, trying to figure out what that meant going right. from a physical experience to an online plat- platform. So, yeah, you know. I am. Um, I, I think the definition is pretty funny. I'm, I'm reading it again as you, after you read it, as you talk and, um, and it's talking about, you know, the commute is short. Yes. Plus thumbs up. Uh, you know, either to your kitchen table for me down to the basement office. Um, you get to sleep later. I guess if the commit, you know, if it's short, I didn't find myself sleeping later, though. I found myself still getting up, you know, but having the benefit of like having coffee at home and kind of chilling in the morning as opposed to, you know, rushing around to get out of there. Um, the casual clothes. Yes. And no, obviously, because, you know, if you're on Zoom meetings, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm notorious for, um, you know, putting on even a shirt tie and even a jacket, depending on what it is, and then basketball shorts, right? So, <laughs> so you know, so that, you know, it's, it's kind of half and half. Never done the birthday suit thing, though. That's a pretty interesting piece of the, the uh, Urban Dictionary uh, version well, of working from home. I call it, I call it like, the, it's like the mullet experience, right? But it's like, it's a, it's business on the top and party on the bottom, right? For right, you. right, right, right. Uh, for me though, I think a lot of women are going to probably laugh when I say this, but there's a struggle that women have because when you come home, your MO is to take off your bra because a bra is so confining all day long and it can get mm. uncomfortable. It digs into your shoulders, sometimes your back. Um, and so you take off your bra. Now, what I find myself having to struggle with is even though someone can't see me, right? should I put on a bra? <laughs> and I've talked to some of my girlfriends about this. Like, do you put on a bra even though no one's going to see you? And a lot of them feel strange. Without it? On- yes. If they're on conference calls without a bra on. So what I found myself doing is I put sports bras on. Uh-huh. Every morning, almost, um, because I'd rather not wear a bra, right? Then I I can't not not wear a bra, so I I kind of you know I'm in the middle, and I just put on a sports bra. That's how I've come to the end of it, like the half and half of it. Well, it depends on what you have on on the outside of it, right? I mean, if you, I mean, it, it, how would anybody know? Is it just oh, it's just personal? It's a personal thing, then, because I I can't see how how I would ever be able to tell sitting on a zoom meeting with someone and, and being like, that lady doesn't have a bra. Well, for, for (laughs) for the (laughs) listeners, when women don't wear a bra, if they have a a chest that hangs down, you can tell because their, their their chest won't be as high up as it normally is. is Going on. (laughs) That is, 
And then for for some women, I'm just going to get a little graphic with it. For some women, their their nipples are yeah really yeah cute, right I can see because that. you can see it through the top yeah. that they're wearing. So uh, that's obviously where that I think a lot of my female friends who have had this discussion with me, which I think is that's funny. What it, that, that's right? the air conditioner on in the house. Yeah, so they don't want they don't necessarily want to be even if you they don't know if a video can come on because sometimes what happens is that they'll say, well, turn your video on. And I'm like, do not, you need to do yeah. in advance. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So I, I think that that's kind of funny. Uh, uh, you know, and I think men, you guys, there's been, even in the media, some people who are party on the bottom and then they oh, get up. Oh yeah, buddy. That, yeah, and so that's the, that's the thing. That's the, you know, for, for us and, you know, probably for women too. Um, it was funny. I was joking with someone the other day and I was like, do you have all of your top, all your um, waist up outfits ready for this work week? Right. <laughs> because, because no one needs anything on, on the, on the bottom, but it's funny because I have seen, um, in social media, in, in some of the comedy stuff, I've also seen a bunch um, in my own experience where someone will have to get up to get something off the printer or someone will have to get up and, and adjust something. And yes, you can see, um, you know, you can see that their bottom doesn't match what they have on on top. And it's really funny. Well, also, I think one of the challenges from working from home, I don't know if you heard about this, but there was a newscaster. She was doing a makeup, makeup segment in her bathroom uh, about getting ready and working from home while well, her husband uh, thought to take a shower at the same time. And the shower door was see-through. Oh so, my goodness. And the yeah, mirror. Although, yeah. And so she was in the mirror, not realizing you could see her husband through the reflection of the mirror and the glass on the shower. Yes. You know, he was just showering like normal and it was live news. So they couldn't. That is like, crazy. They, yeah, they didn't realize it, but I guess the hazards of working from home yeah. where you are in a space that you share, you know, and not really realizing that other people can, you know, access that space. Um, yeah, so, full access. So, yeah. so, so then what is the, you know, if we were to give some guidance you know, as we move on to our, you know, we got some, some good stuff to talk about. Um, would you say that, that people should put a, you know, is, have have something to do with a certain background that they have for their work from home meetings, their Zoom meetings or whatever, or should they, you know, what what's an appropriate background? Well, I you know, that's an interesting question because I'm a very private person and I feel some kind of way even about being on a Zoom meeting in my home where someone can actually see my home. Your house, yep. And not I don't know why I even care that much because it's not like my house is like super messy or any of those mm -hmm. kind of things. It's just the fact that it's my private space and I feel like they can see my private space. That's right. Um, but what I tend to do is uh, I think you need to pick a location where you have thought about the background scenery, mm -hmm. um, whatever that might be. I tend to sit at the dining room table and I have a nice little, backyard area that has like it's very zen looking a little right. ish looking right right and i tend to turn my computer that way when i'm having those kind of meetings mm -hmm. um just 
because it's, it, I feel like it's a nice um, soothing background, but I do think you need to put some thought into it and not just, you know, turn it on. You know, I also had to do some interviews this last week and some of the candidates did turn, I could tell they were in their bedroom because uh-huh. I could see their bed behind them. Right. Right. Which I also thought was a little awkward. And I do think that people should be mindful. I mean, if that's all you can do and that's all the space you have, that's right. fine. Which I think were the, were the beds at least like made and, and yeah, the, or were they like they just jumped yeah. out of the jumped out of the bed, the sheets and the blankets are all over the place, and they just jumped right in front of the like you could tell they they got in there five minutes before the uh, the interview. No, the bed was made for sure, but it just I just felt like it was a little too intimate to be in that person's room having an interview with them mm-hmm. uh, because that's where you sleep and that's where you you know yeah. rest and. And, and probably the most intimate space you might have other than a bathroom in your house. So I would suggest that people do think about it. Yeah. You know, what is your background? Maybe turn your computer to something a little more appropriate. I don't know. Maybe. And then, and then, you know, they, there are those, um, you know, like zoom, um, that they have zoom give us a sponsorship because <laughs> we said we've given them so much love today, but, uh, but the zoom, uh, you know, zoom offers the, the virtual background, option. Oh, so, yeah. so you can put, you know, you can put different backgrounds up, um, you know, to, to kind of block off what's behind you, um, especially if it's Smart. messy or something like that. So, uh, you know, people can do that. So I think that that's something people should think about as well. Um, but it's just kind of like, you know, back in the day when, when we were young and, and our, uh, our voicemails had, you know, our favorite song in the background, and we were that was the time. We were yeah. like, "Hey, you know, leave me a message." <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and then, you know, and then when we started working, you know, the guidance from everybody was like, "Hey, you can't. Your message has to be professional. You can't leave. You can't have a voicemail, you know, greeting that that has music in the background and has you talking, you know, talking a certain way." So. I think the same thing applies to these, to this uh, kind of function. Yeah, because we, we don't do just do meetings on Zoom in my company. We do it on, uh, some people like to do it on Skype. Some people do it on WebEx. Some people, Mm -hmm. yeah, Microsoft Teams. Uh, Some people are doing the meetings on um, uh, Slack. Slack. Mm -hmm. So it's just so many things and you don't know whoever the meeting organizer is, is picking whatever platform. You just got to be ready for ready for whatever. Yeah. So that, so that goes to, to one of the, one of the questions we, we kind of set up for, and that is what is your setup? So we talked about the, we talked about the the background. We talked about making sure the background, but what other, what other setup do you, do you have kind of ready for the virtual meeting world? So uh, I used to have three screens in my office, but the guy who had my office before me who moved to a, a different location. Um, I don't know what he, he like chain link, like tied down the monitors to the desk. So I can't like get them off. So uh, I, <laughs> so when I, I had to relocate to my home, I was like, what is like, I couldn't get the monitors off. Right. So um, I actually have a, uh, I think it's a 40 inch or, something TV uh, mm-hmm. that was a, 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 a Polaroid or some kind of TV that I had um, that I decided to make my second screen. So I have mm-hmm. that. 
I have a, a Jabra type of earphone set up where I take most of my meetings for, you know, look like 1-800-DENTIST. Right, right, like right. Like the little, the little Or Janet there. Jackson control. Yeah, you know. Um, glad she made that cool because it is a little awkward. Um, right. And then, um, so those are the, I just have to have more than one screen, I find, because a lot of times um, I'm giving presentations that I have to see, and then I also mm-hmm. have to see the people. So I have to have yeah. the two screens at least. Um, and, and then that's, it. I'm not fancy. I have like a little mouse, you know, a little mouse and I have a keyboard back here too. Right. Um, but that's, that's about it. I, I don't get too fancy. What about you? That was the, that was the, uh, you know, I don't know. I was kind of late to the party when it came to the double screen, triple screen situation. I had worked from home for a long time, just on a laptop. And, uh, you know, and I had desk, a desk space and I had, you know, kind of the whole setup. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it was my wife. I don't know if it was someone, but I went to someone's office and they had like a whole setup with like three or four screens. They had the laptop screen over on the side. They had, and I was like, that looks amazing. And so <laughs> one of the first purchases that I made, um, and I don't know if this was, pre-corona or right at the corona um, was I got a whole double screen. So I have a two screen setup. I have, I bought um, a HD camera um, to sit, you know, to sit on the screen. And then I also have my, my laptop, but I had never prior to all of this been, um, you know, really invested in my own kind of, you know, uh, making my workspace much more uh, efficient and easier to do. So I have two, um, you know, like 24 inch monitors, and then I have the the laptop over on the side. So I'm fully engaged. And, and yes, like you said, you know, when you're in meetings, um, you know, to be able to look and talk to the people, but still have like a couple other things going on at the same time. And uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, that's the setup. And, and I would, uh, I would recommend it. For any, it's definitely, definitely worth the investment. Yeah, yeah, it it, it is worth it. Um, the other thing is about video conferencing. I just kind of want to go back to this. What I hate about video conferencing so far is that, um, like the lack of warning. I think it's really mm-hmm. rude to not give warning that it's going right. to be a video conference, especially right. for folks who literally there have been days that I've like rolled out of the bed. Definitely put on my sports bra and then roll downstairs. Right. And so my hair could be in any state of the situation. It could be brushed back or not brushed back because it depends on, you know, what I thought I was doing today, but it's super rude. This is like bad etiquette. People it's super rude to just be like, surprise, turn on your video. Right. Uh, my boss, actually, I-, I love him to death, but He's like super, he likes to look in the video and yeah, talk to people. Yeah, yeah. So he's turned on his video in some meetings. And I'm like, I always say to him, like, look, my hair is not even brushed. You've got to warn me. Right, right, like, right. You know, so and he he's like, you could just get on. It's I'm sure it's not that bad. I'm like, no, it's like I'm a leader. So, but it, it's taught me to be a little more prepared in the morning. I think yeah. I'll at least go and brush, brush my hair into a bun or some kind of or the new thing, kind of like you, I've been putting on baseball caps. I got yes, yes. baseball caps that let my ponytail be out of the back of there them. So go. this is my new thing. Uh-huh. I'll just like 
throw it on like that's how I look. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I dig it, and I, I, um, you know, so the, so the funny thing is, is that you know you don't have to, you don't have to worry about anyone's coffee breath. You don't have to worry about any. You know, any any morning breath, you don't have to worry about anything as long as nothing is stuck in their teeth or anything like that. But I do agree with you on the um, on the the kind of spontaneous video situation. I think that's a little whack because and, and I've sat through meetings where there was one person on video the whole meeting. Everybody else had like their, you know, how the, how it has like their initial or their name or whatever. And and there's only one person that's on the video, the whole video. And you almost feel there's like a little bit of pressure, like to get on yes. video because you're like, oh, that's kind of, you know, I didn't know we were doing video, but if we're doing it, I guess I got to get on. But if but- certain people are like your boss is not on or somebody else is not on, their name is up, then I think you have a, a pass. Well, I also think just for the outfits that we were talking about, right? Right, like, right, right, right. You definitely, for all of us, are having to be ready for whatever. Like, hey, you if can't I'm rock wearing, the sports bar. You can't, you can't rock the yeah. sports bra on on video by itself. Or, uh, you know, the funniest thing on one of those interviews I mentioned the other day, I decided that day to wear a sundress. I was okay. wearing a sundress because it was nice. super hot out here. Yes. But it was one of those ones that was like a bandeau type oh, of like okay. cut off top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I didn't realize uh, so I you know I got all ready and I had at this time I had makeup on and I mm-hmm. I mean from I looked very upset acceptable. Right. But when I turned on the video to start the interview, I noticed that it looked like I had no shirt on. Yes. Yeah. You had the shoulder, the whole shoulder situation out the neck. (laughs) Yes. And I was thinking, Oh my gosh, should I stop and go grab a sweater and put it on? And then, and then I was like, no. So what I found myself doing is trying to lower the 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 video screen. Uh down. Yes. So that you could see that I was actually wearing something. Right. Right. Super awkward. Yeah. I was thinking this guy better not go back to HR and be like, was she wearing any clothes at all? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be like, <laughs> that was the best interview I ever had in my life. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it just, is to she going to be about, my boss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just to think about like, Oh, that was the poor choice of right. what I wore, but I was just thinking, okay, I only have this one video, you know, call for this morning and I it's hot. And I was just trying to put on something comfortable, you know, bad choice though. Ladies, please don't wear sundresses on, uh, if the video cam has to go on or at least have a cardigan or, 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 or at least straps, right? Maybe the straps might've made it seem a little I don't more know. like, it, no, I had, I don't know. It, it just was not it. poor choice, poor choice. <laughs> And it sounded like your intent was perfect, though. I mean, you really like you were you were like, I'm going to get right today. It's a beautiful day. I'm going to be straight. I'm going to put on the nice little fit. But, yeah, that's the whole thing about the camera thing is that, you you know, it can be cool. But, you know, if they if they saw you walking down the street, you'd be perfect. But right. wherever that however that camera angle catches you is what the impression is. And that's that's all, that's what it is. All bad. All bad. Um, okay. So what about, um, you know, what do you not like about working from home? Is there something like you absolutely despise about working from home? Um, I'll tell you when, so before, so in a previous uh, role that I had, um, I had the option to work from home, but we did have office. We had an office downtown Atlanta 
And so what I did like about that was, and what I do miss about that, I guess, if we're talking about kind of the negative side, was that I really liked getting out of the house. I think, I think you know, to a certain degree, if you work from home every single day of every year, you know, um, you tend to just like be home, you know, and you got to find reasons to go outside of the house. So, you know, I do all the grocery shopping. I do a bunch of stuff. I, was like, I coach my kids sports teams and I do a bunch of stuff like that. But, um, but you could really like be in the house for like four or five days straight and never leave the house. So well, I, yeah. I, I think that that's one of the things that I, and that this is pre COVID obviously. Right. So everybody's dealing with that now, but before, uh, before kind of lockdown, was, you know, I got a chance to, you know, so I went into the office a couple of days a week. I got a chance to engage with other people in person, you know, uh, a couple of days a week and that kind of thing. And so, you know, I think having that kind of balance, even if you had like a workspace to go do it in um, is cool. But so I think that's one of the biggest, one of the biggest kind of uh, cons to me about working from home is that you could really get into a real cabin fever situation. Um, the other thing is, is that because you work from home, work never stops. So yeah. I can find myself, I find myself working more from home than I would have at any office that I've ever worked in. And I'll, you know, so I'll get up in the morning. I might get up in the morning, it depends on deadlines and things like that, but I'll get up in the morning and I might be in here at five in the morning and then you know, going about the day, do the regular stuff, then go and, you know, do the family thing in the evening. And then I'll be back in here at like, you know, seven, eight, nine o'clock. And then next thing I know, it's like one in the morning again, you know? So it's really easy to like not have balance when you're working from home. Totally agree because I find myself not eating until four o'clock in the day a lot Mm -hmm. of the time because so now what I do is I make sure I get my coffee and something to eat in the morning. And then I will find myself not eating again until, I mean, we're not moving as much, so I right. can see we're not as hungry, but I'll find myself not eating until three or four o'clock in the day, which is the next time I'm going to eat anything. And, yep. and then I'm, because I've been so into what I'm doing, the other thing is I'll get up and I'll um, say, if I'm uh, not liking how something's going to is going I'll walk away, like even at five, I'll, I'll leave the computer and say, okay, the, the day is done. Mm. And then I'll find myself come back to the computer to answer something else. If somebody responded or said something and I'm not done with the thought, I'll come back right. and I'll, I'll kind of finish it off. And that's not cool either. Cause there's gotta be a disconnect from when you're yeah. actually done. Um, so I agree with you there. Um, and, I, and then I think the social interaction, I think the skills that people are, are you know, they're comfortable in their homes, but I think that uh, they're, you know, there's, there's things that don't get related over a video call or over a phone call sometimes that I think interaction and seeing somebody's body language and how they actually are expressing themselves makes a difference, especially when conflict arises. Absolutely. Um, and I think that we're missing that. And then finally, the thing that just drives me nuts, people, please, it drives me nuts. There's two things. One is uh, setting meetings with no agenda. That mm. just drives me up the wall. Like, don't would that, would that be with is that is that one of those things that that drives you nuts 
in a regular in-person meeting and a video meeting or just or just the video meetings? I mean, both ways, I think. But I think when that sounds like video- one of those things that you're not having. You're not cool <laughs> no matter what the situation, no, no, but, working from home or not working from home. No, but working from home, what I find is when everyone's doing it, there's an right. over excessive meeting schedule. Like people are putting meetings on your calendar just because I feel back like to back to back to yes! back. To back. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Like when I'm in the office, you don't meet with me that much. You don't need a meeting for everything. Like there's no independent thought. You can't yeah. do it by yourself. Maybe people are it, just lonely. Maybe, but it it can't be like not on your time though. Or at least give me 15, 20 minutes to go to the bathroom. There's like right, I mean, right. when I'm saying back to back, no, it's like I'm they find you. 15 minutes on your calendar and they're yep. gonna put a meeting right in that spot. Yep. Um, and then the other thing, the second thing is when people when you work from home and people have meetings that they're not actually in, but they leave them on their calendar. Because mm-hmm. the only way you know that you can talk to them or meet with them is when they're their dots not read or their calendars not, you know, you're checking their calendar for a time, but people have bad etiquette when it comes to this. So they just leave all of the meetings that they're not going to attend on their calendar and they don't cancel it. Mm-hmm. So if, when I have to find, they'll be like, Oh, find time on my calendar for a meeting. Well, I wish I could, but right. you have, <laughs> you have right, right. meetings on your calendar that you're not even in. And so now I'm trying to find like little slivers because now everybody's made all the meetings, you know, and then you don't know if you should join the meeting or not because there's no agenda. You don't know if you're supposed to be in the meeting or not. You're just invited. And then people don't cancel the meeting. So then you don't know if you can schedule a different meeting because the meeting that they're invited to, they're not actually attending. So I think it all has to do with working from home in this mass structure we're in. And people just not quite knowing how to navigate that situation. Who knew that? that well. Who knew that working from home would require so much logistics? Right. I mean, that's, the, that's some real logistics in the in this situation we're talking about about scheduling meetings and having agendas ready and and getting in because you what you just described obviously means that you're not getting a, a lunch break, you're not getting a coffee break, you're not getting a bathroom <laughs> break. You know. Speaking of. How many means have you taken from the bathroom? Uh, so Obviously not video ones. Yeah. So I don't tend to take a meeting from the bathroom. What I found myself doing is I will take off my earphones and I will put them on the table and then I'll run to the bathroom <laughs> and then I'll run back as though I was on the meeting still. Gotcha, I'll do gotcha, that. Gotcha. Um, but I do, I have a bad habit of if you're my friend and we're talking, but it's not necessarily a work meeting. Right. I definitely am taking you in the bathroom at some point and I'm Without meeting you. And I'm yeah. going to the bathroom and then I'm, you know, talking to you. So sorry that you guys know TMI about me. But if you've been on the phone call with me, most likely I have, you know, I'm on high blood pressure medication. So, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? I, it's, I've got to go, you know, a million times a day. So right. sorry. Well, it's the funny thing is that when you're, you know, we're both, uh, you know, we both are good conversationalists, I would say. And so... If you ever in a conversation with Sia or you're in a conversation with me and all of the responses are, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm, for like half the time, that means you've been muted. And we were just saying, uh-huh, just to keep the conversation going while you talk, while everything is happening. And then, you know, we'll pick back up the conversation as we uh, exit the premises. For sure. For sure. <laughs> 
for sure. So, um, how how have you been able to balance all of your responsibilities now that everybody you talked about it yeah. being a little bit different now because everybody's in your house? Yeah, yeah. At the same time, so how how is that working out? Well, besides going shopping for a a real lock for my door, um, and the reason why I say that is because you know I got I got little ones, uh, I got a little one who she don't care if I'm here on a meeting or not. She will bust in the room. And the way I have it set up is that my door is in front of me. So the camera's on me. The camera's not on her, but she'll come in the room and she will try and ask me questions. I have whiteboards in my room, so in my office. So she'll she'll write me like questions and ask me stuff and ask if she can do do things up on the whiteboard. And I'm supposed to still be like engaged in my meeting. And you know, sometimes these meetings are, you know. Uh, uh, you know, are for their pitch meetings or their, you know, their, their collaborations or they're with, you know, clients and this, and she'll, she don't care. She'll just stand there and, and mouth all kind of stuff to me. And I'm, and I'm trying to like still look in the camera and still respond and stay, pay attention. And at the same time, like, I'm like, get out of here, get out of here. And then, you know, so, so that's one thing. No, I think um, besides that, I think it's, it's a, uh, it was funny because I had to up my Wi-Fi because everybody was on the Wi-Fi. Yeah. You know, once they all came home and was working from home. Um, but I actually, you know, I actually kind of dug the balance. I, I have, like I said, I've been doing the the work from home thing for a while. And so the the balance um has not been too much, uh, too much an issue for me. I have, you know, have an opportunity to take, you know, before COVID, take my kid to the you know, to the bus stop in the morning, pick, go walk up to the bus stop, get her off the bus in the afternoon, you know, go practice driving with my 16 year old coach soccer practice, coach basketball practice. So I really, you know, get, get a midday grocery shopping knocked out. You know, I do a lot of that kind of domestic stuff too, but, um, but you're kind of used to it. So you I'm kind of used to it. to it and it, and it, and it, you know, and so it working from an eight working from home enabled me to have better balance and do more, you know, get more done. Like I will literally mow the lawn in the middle of the day in between meetings if I need to, you know, so it's been kind of cool for me. Um, but to your question about how did it change when everybody came home? Yeah. It, it's just too, it's just way too busy, way too busy. And I can't like sneak upstairs and go take me a nap without somebody being like, what are you doing? Yeah, no more nap time for you. Yeah. Uh, my son likes to, um, I don't know why he does this because he is 20, but he he does come downstairs while I'm on a meeting and he gets very impatient, especially because they're back to back, right? He can't get right. a word in edgewise. I tell him, go ahead and text me what you need sure. and I can answer. Uh, he also does not like to cook any of his own food. So ah. midday, he'll say, mom, I'm hungry as though... Uh, like I'm also the the chef, right <laughs> of of his day. Sure. So I do do that. I, you know, I'm I'm chefing it. I'm you know working. I'm doing interviews. I'm working my my schedule. Um, so that's you know a little crazy. And he also has a tendency to wait until the last minute, kind of like every college kid does for uh-huh. paper. Right. So he likes to call me, or he likes to come downstairs and ask me for help. Mm-hmm. on something 
And so I'm like, should I drop everything I'm doing to help him? Cause this needs to go in at two or three, or should I focus on what I'm doing? And normally he wins out if I can do it because I rather him get the paper in and help him with whatever he needs, which is kind of funny, but he, no, no concept of I'm actually at work. Yep. I'm just sitting downstairs. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. And that was the, that was, that's funny that you say that because that was kind of the, the myth I had to debunk when, um, when nobody was home, right. It'd be, um, you know, you're working from home. So, you know, you could do these like 17 things on the honey do list, right. Or you could, <laughs> go do the, you know, go do these 10 things, you know, from the kids list of things for dad to do, you know, and I'm, and I have three girls in the house. So, you know, they all have a list for me and they're like, well, you're, you're working from home. So why can't you? And, you know, and I'm trying to explain to them, no, I'm working from home. You know, as a matter of fact, it's more work than if I was going to the office. And the fact that, uh, like you said, between chefing and I like that word, chefing, chefing and, uh, you know, taxi driver and everything else, it's, um, you know, I'm supposed to be working. That's the bottom line. Shit. <laughs> uh, well, you sound very authoritative yeah, with that. Maybe yeah, you yeah, go I'm with that tone. about that one. Yeah. Go with that tone. We'll and see how that works. They'll take you serious. I don't yeah. think so. Would that work with you? I doubt it. No, so. I would just be like, okay, well, here's, here's the list. Here's <laughs> yeah, 10 more yeah. things. Yeah, get, here's 10 get, more things. Get to it. Get to it. No, that's all good. <laughs> So have you found yourself um, being lazier when, when you work from home than when you have been in, in the past in an office setting? I think um, not so much on the work scene, but, you know, we had a previous conversation about health, right. And, and aging and that kind of stuff. And so just to kind of tag, tag that one, um, not, when I was going into an office or I was more kind of engaged in society, I think it was, I was much more inclined to like leave work and go to the gym or I was much more inclined to, you know, um, break for lunch and different things like that. And like you said, you know, I could be home and I might have coffee or something in the morning and then not have even eaten. And it's like seven o'clock at night, you know, mm -hmm. and because I'm at home, I don't know. It just feels like, you don't take the breaks, you know, you don't take the breaks. So I don't think that I've gotten lazier. I do say, you know, and so this may be a matter of, of opinion, but I do think it affords me the nap time that I enjoy, uh, even if it's a 10 minute, 20 minute nap. So that may seem a little lazy, but, uh, but no, nah, I feel like actually the working from home situation causes me to work a lot more hours than, than I would have if I was going into an office. So I think I work harder as far as that's concerned, but where I do think I have found myself just, I think it's the COVID situation and the lack of, you know, distractions that we actually are able to have, right? We can't go out to dinner as much. You can't do all of these things, at least in California where I am at. So um, what I find I do is I wake up, I go from upstairs to my dining room table Right. And that's my daytime activity. And then when five, six o'clock hits, I leave the dining room table and I go to the couch, which is right next to it. Right. <laughs> right. right. Three and, steps. 
Yeah. And then I lay on the couch and binge watch whatever I'm binge watching for the evening, which by the way, I really hope they go back to production at some point because we're going to run out of shows to watch eventually. But, But I, then I will decide, okay, it's time to go to bed and then I'll roll back up the stairs. So it's like, it's just a, a, a circular type of, you know, situation for me. And now in month four, right. It's, it's getting kind of, um, you know, I'll take my walks outside. That's what I do. As soon as work ends, what I've been trying to do for my health is take a walk, right. As soon as I I'll leave the the house right away and take a walk around the neighborhood. And then I've also tried to, when I have one-on-ones with people, I'll try to take them on my cell phone and walk when I'm taking, yeah, that one-on-one. So I try to do those things, but definitely uh, the, the rotation from the couch to the dining room table upstairs to the couch and back and forth. It's, it's kind of, it's, I could definitely see where, as this goes on for the rest of the year, uh, it, I might need to buy a different house. <laughs> yeah. So look, that that's a good, so that's a good question though. I, I was going to ask you, actually it made me think about it when you were talking um, because I've thought about it a bunch on my end. Like, so a, as this continues and, you know, I run a business from home. So, you know, for me, it's going to continue regardless, but um, I've thought about, you know, we talked about like, what's our setup, right? Um, earlier. So I thought about what, how am I going to change my setup, you know, so that I'm, I break out of the laziness or I break out of the, you know, the sedentary, you know, uh, part of working from home and all that kind of stuff. Um, Do you have like a, if you were to envision like, okay, I'm going to, it's going to be another four months. What do you envision the changes to your setup? In order to, you know, to kind of make it a, a better, more accommodating to what, you know, to what you know you need to do physically, maybe. I've thought about actually moving my office space to the garage, right? Because I have a two-car garage. And, That's a cool um, idea. Yeah. And then and then kind of being in there, you know, although I think it might get quite hot because it is hot out here. But as it gets cooler, I might be able to do that. Um, so that has been a thought. Um the other thing is in my room, there's, there's an extra space. I have a sitting area that I could obviously turn into a, that the I could office. be upstairs mm-hmm. into the office. Um, there's, there's things I could do to change it. I like to be downstairs because uh, my son's upstairs and he likes to play video games and yell at the TV and do things right. like that. So I don't want that in the background of my sure. meetings. Uh, but I, I have thought about different ways, but I bought a condo um, in, in December. I bought a condo. Um, so it's not that big, right? Because it was mm-hmm. just me. Right, right. And I didn't want the upkeep because um, I was looking at houses or condos and I didn't want to have the upkeep. I, I still have a little yard, but I mean, just keeping up with that is is extreme. So I am, um, but, but it is a small space and you don't realize how small your space is until you're actually there until 24 hours in a day. Yes, yeah. Um, I, I think about mine. So I, not too long ago, very recently, actually, um, I moved my desk around cause I just felt like I, I was, I needed a shift to kind of get my mojo kind of my creativity and, you know, uh, feeling like, so I just did a, I shifted my desk to another place in the, in my office. I have a pretty decent sized office. Um, but 
I am really considering investing in the stand-up desk. Yes. You know? And so I that's like my next real thing. Like I'm 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 really like that's that's most likely going to be my next my next thing. I'm gonna have to go and spend, you know, whatever the the money is because it's just I think part of my issue has been that it, you know, you become more and more sedentary, which obviously is not healthy and not, you know, good for you. And, um, and so I was thinking about that question when I was asking you, you know, what would be changes to set up for me, it would be definitely a stand up, a stand up desk. Well, I've really been looking at the stand to speak on that, the stand up treadmill desk. Yeah. I, I would have requires bought you one to or- be able to do a lot. Uh, it requires you to be able to do a lot at the same time. You walk yeah. and type and, and everything else at the same time. Yeah, but a lot of it is meetings now. So it's right. like I write things, but I'm not having to type as much. Although I am sometimes multitasking and doing some report or whatever while I am on the meeting. But if I had not bought a Peloton and invested in that, yeah. I, w- I would have already bought a, a treadmill desk by now. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I, I don't want to open a whole gym in my house because right, I'm right. trying to, you know. You'll be I more stuck to- there than you are normally. Right? Yeah, right. So I just am like, well, maybe I won't. But I, I, I do feel you on just not wanting to, because sometimes I feel like, and I don't have a, office chair. I didn't bring an office chair home. So I am just sitting at the dining room t- chairs. Yeah. So after eight hours, your, it doesn't have your ergonomically correct no. posture and all that stuff. Yeah. Like your yeah. work desk, probably. I mean, your work, your work uh, chair probably has. Yeah. So I, I guess as we kind of bring this subject to a close um, and kind of think about, you know, what, you know, has changed and what looks so different under the, the, the the new reality we're under mm-hmm. because a lot of people just keep saying, well, I can't wait until this gets over and we can go back to normal. Right. My thought is, is that even after nine 11, we never went back to normal, right? We went back to something different. That's right. And I think that we're going to go back to something different. And I also think that companies are starting to catch on to the fact that the, all the real estate that they're having to pay for seeing that it works for a long period of time and a lot of different functions, it mm-hmm. might be better for them to do something different, like maybe a co-work space yep. instead of having the real estate if if they want to do that. Although I think these kind of diseases that can transmit so easily, that's probably not the best idea. But this working from home and might give you like, you know, a $50 inter- internet um, payment right, or whatever right. is part of your your package, right. When they hire you, I definitely think that a lot of companies are realizing that there could be some benefit over the long term of this type of scenario. And so I'm interested to see how all of us are affected. Yeah. uh, And what does this look like going forward into the future? That's an interesting, that's a whole interesting, uh, that's an interesting topic actually to even talk about. And and, um, I think that, I think you're absolutely right. I, I know companies that I've worked with, um, that I work with uh, as clients now, and they these companies were those those kinds that would absolutely were hundred percent against teleworking. There would they you had to come into the office. I don't care how if it was for twenty minutes in between, like getting ready for a meeting. You had you know that was outside the office. You still had to come into the office. They were like 
They wanted to see you. They wanted to make sure that you were working. They wanted, you know, all these kind of things. And so this has kind of forced all of those kind of antiquated approaches to, you know, to to work and monitoring staff and whole, and accountability and all these things. It's it's actually um, forced those that have kind of been stuck in the mud for many years to actually see that yes, you know, we can all work from home. We can, you know, and yes, there are people who are messing around and those are people there are people who are kind of taking advantage of the situation but you know most of us especially us that are professionals you know you get more work out of us this way than you would have in the office so yeah. um so it is it is interesting but i um i think that uh you know overall i think you, the the tips that you gave for working from home you know the making sure that there's an agenda for meetings, making sure that we, um, you know, for women doing what you have to do on that end, uh, for, you know, for the rest of us, making sure that you don't stand up if you don't have anything below, um, you know, there's, there's a number of things that I think you've, you know, the listeners have heard on this, uh, particular episode that might help them make it through the work from home situation. Yeah, as always, a pleasure um, covering this topic. Um, and I think what we need to kind of do at this point, since we might have listeners at this point, I think this is our uh, third or fourth fourth episode. Um, we're interested in some of the topics you want to hear. That's right. Um, so um, if you have something that you want to talk about or you want us to talk about um, as we start to form the, the podcast going forward, make sure that you let us know. Holla at us. Thank you for joining the Cogent Code. We'll talk to you soon.